Welcome to the Flint Catholic Podcast. Today, we're going to wrap up Season 3. I'm Father Tony Smila. I'm Patrick Brennan. And uh, we are close to summer. Yeah, so it's close, right there. We can taste it. You can literally taste it in the air. You can. And it's pretty humid out. I'm actually, I'm like really sweaty right now. I'm going to be like chugging this water. I just got back from St. John Fenton and uh, uh, I was at recess with the fifth through eighth graders playing football. Nice. So I'm, I'm a bit of a sweaty mess right now. Did you like okay. bulldoze over them? Like No, I was all time you know. quarterback. I, I told him I wasn't running. Okay. So I just was just tossing bombs all day. Nice. If you can compare your QB style to, to anybody, who would you compare yourself to? Uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah. Nice. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'd like to think I'm like a cerebral quarterback, even though I'm not like very smart. So. Yeah. You're not supposed to agree with that. I <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Oh, so here goodness. we are. It is June. It is. Uh, happy June, everybody. And when it, when the calendar t- turns to June, it means like yeah, we we all get a little restless and we're kind of ready to. Oh, I'm so uh, I'm so ready for summer. Yeah, ready to enter into oh summer. Gosh. But before we do that, we want to take a look back at what God has done this year in yeah. powers in Flint in our lives. What has God done? So, what's maybe like one or two things that comes to mind for you oh, as far as man. this past year? So, um. You know, I I taught last year, and there was one thing I had to learn was, like, in teaching, I had to learn patience, right, the year before. And this year, it was like that, but now in the mission field. So I had to learn patience in teaching uh, freshmen and how to do that, and, like, how to, you know, deal with freshmen who are going to misbehave in class and, um, you know, the way they ask questions and get into trouble and all that. This year, it was on, like, the ministry front, and learning patience in how to... Um, let God's word take the time that he needs and let um, things that, that we are building unfold in God's time and all of that, just, just more patience. Because I'm, I'm the kind of person who wants everything done right here, right now, let's go, boom, right? 100 miles an hour, um, give it everything every time. And God's like, nah, no, nah, sometimes it's, it's got to be on my time. And I'm like, all right, fine. You know? Yeah. And I'm going to do everything you ask me to do 100%, but... The results are up to you. And yeah. that's, that's really been impressed in my heart over and over again. It makes me think of, speaking of summer, like, you know, if you're grilling something, if, if you're Smoking doing a barbecue, something. smoker, you can't yeah. rush that. Can't rush that barbecue. Yes. Um, yeah. Yep. That so would... would you say that, um, is there uh, like a lasting memory or something that you'll kind of remember in your first year as chaplain? Oh man, lasting memory. I think, uh, um, I mean, there's a couple of things that come to mind right away. One is a, a lasting memory that's going to be like permanently part of powers, and it's that the the senior mural. Oh yeah, I am I am emblazoned upon the senior mural. Yes. Uh, my Jeep is, and and it looks like they gave me a man bun, <laughs> but I, I know it's just this this ponytail here. But uh, if you live yeah. near powers, is definitely worth uh, stopping by and checking out right in the front door of the of the commons. Uh, yeah, it's an amazing mural. And, and the class murals have been done from the very beginning of, of powers. Um, every class who's gone through powers has their own mural. And, uh, 
um, this year's is uh, it features me, which is kind of cool. I think that's one. Um, I think the other is uh, when, whenever I kind of look back and think about just this year, I think the one that pops out is kind of those bigger moments. It's the, uh, the day retreats, I think, really pop out at me, you know, because we had four of them throughout the year and kind of each one, at least in my own mind, really um, shows me kind of where I was in terms of figuring out how to be a chaplain this year. It's my first year as chaplain finishing up and, you know, it felt like my, my head was kind of just barely above the water the entire time, just trying to figure it out. And, um, you know, the different mistakes we made throughout them and the different ways we grew from, you know, that first freshman one over at St. Mary's in uh, Swartz Creek. Uh, then we did the sophomore at Our Lady of the Fields in Brighton. And then the last two were at uh, Holy Redeemer, just kind of seeing our growth kind of through those, I think those moments really stand out to me and, um, and they were fun too. I would, yeah. I really liked those. Yeah. That's a great point about the, the growth process, not just for students this year, but for us, uh, us working together as a team, um, hosting this podcast together. I mean, yeah. it's, it's pretty cool when, God brings people together with different gifts and you, you combine, you know, it's sort of like, I don't know if people are too young to remember Captain Planet, but it's like with Captain our Planet, powers combined, he's a hero. heart, <laughs> that's right. With our powers combined, you know, God did some pretty cool, cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and I would even say, like, I remember back last summer thinking about like, what what is a campus minister like why am i here you know and and i think this year maybe even more than last year reminded me or 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 helped me to like understand why that partnership between the campus minister and the chaplain exists um and i don't know if that's something that exists at like every catholic high school but for us in the diocese of lansing um all four high schools have that partnership and I think I have a much, much better understanding of why that's the case. Yeah. And, um, and I would say the, the other thing that sticks out about what God has done, I love seeing transformation in the minds and the hearts and the lives of students. And we had a number of students who became Catholic this year. We had a number of students who encountered God for the first time, a lot of students who expressed wanting to be in um, retreat leadership, Kairos leadership in following years. And it's just cool. Like, wow, I didn't know that all those things were going to happen. You know, we couldn't possibly at the beginning of the year planned. And so like, okay, we're going to plan for X number (laughs) of people, you know, taking on leadership or, or this or that. So I love the, the unplanned surprises of God. Yeah. No doubt, especially with those students who became Catholic, because, like, all of them just came to me. Like, it wasn't anything I did. It was just, they're like, hey, God's working in my heart, and I, I think this is the right move. And it's, it's, uh, it's nice to be reminded of that. Like, yeah, God is working. Um, even, even if I'm not picking up all the slack and doing everything I need to be doing, God's working still. And that's, that's a real comfort. That It's not all on my shoulders. That's right. It's not on our shoulders. It's, it's God working. We're just going to try and let him use us as best as uh, as best we can. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, we've talked a lot on this podcast about 
not just what's happening in Flint, but what's happening in the church. And I think we get into trouble in the church when we think it's on our shoulders. Yeah. And we think that, oh man, this, this is happening negatively or this or that didn't, didn't go well or whatever the, the, um, the challenge is. But I think what brings us back to center is, oh, wait a minute, this isn't our show. Right. You know, this is God's church. And ultimately, he has a master plan for, for Powers, for Flint, for, um, you know, the entire church. Yeah. So, yeah. and with, with that in mind, I, I, maybe a good moment to, to um, share with people that this is actually going to be my last uh, podcast episode. I'm going to be moving on. And so God has an amazing plan for powers, but unfortunately I'm not going to get to see it, at least not up close, uh, in, in future years, but I'm going to be moving on to, uh, a similar role at Lansing Catholic high school. Yep. So my hope, my prayer is that there's a continued partnership between powers and Lansing Catholic so that, um, we can keep things, the, the momentum that has been built in the diocese in terms of um, high school campus ministry that we can work together on a lot of things. Um, and so I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. about like what God's doing here and I'm excited about the possibility of continued partnership. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And this will be our last episode for this season as well. You know, we're going to wrap up this season here. So we're going to take the summer off with the podcast and uh, you now we're going to be, we're going to miss you here. We're going to miss you at the at powers. We're going to miss you at the podcast. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we wish you the best over at uh, Lansing. Maybe you can start the uh, the Lansing Catholic Podcast. <laughs> if, if you don't mind, if you're not going to sue me for similar branding. No, I want it. Actually, it would be, uh, is it in Ingham County? Is uh, yeah. It? So the Ingham Catholic Podcast. Oh, there you go. Right? That sounds cool. Ingham. Nice. It doesn't flow as well as the Flint Catholic Podcast, but yeah, uh, Ingham true. County Podcast or Ingl- Ing- whatever how do you say it? Now, I've said it too many times, and it's lost. That word has lost all meaning. Maybe Capital Cement City Podcast. Ooh, or there we go. Yeah. I like that. Capital City Podcast. That's pretty cool. Ooh. Capital City Catholic Podcast. Catholic Capital. Yeah. Work. You can work on I'll it. I'll think about it. Yeah. You can definitely work on that. Um, so, yeah, you, we've got some things to look forward to this summer. And, yes. Um, so we want to talk about not just what God has done, but what he's going to do in the area this summer. So yeah. What you so got? We've got a whole bunch of things that are happening this summer. Um, so first we want to talk about Vacation Bible School, right? Um, so especially for high schoolers, if you want to help out at a VBS or if you want to send kids to a VBS, there's a couple in the area. St. Matthew Parish is doing one June 12th through the 16th, 8.45 to 11.55, so just the mornings. Um, this year, the children will be learning about the mystery of the Mass in a fun-filled week at VBS. You can register online at stmatthewflint.org or pick up a registration form available at the church entrance. Please get your registration in by June 5th. So... Uh, I've got a few days to put this podcast together and make sure it's out before then. Nice. Um, the other one is at Holy Redeemer, and Woo! it is Jesus yeah. League 3. Let's go. Jesus League 3. Uh, you can find out more about that on the Holy Redeemer website as well. Also happening at Holy Redeemer is the Christian Anderson Band. He's got a concert. If you haven't seen him yet, he is uh, pretty slick. If I, uh, if I get my editing in, I will, right after this sentence, I will play a little clip of uh, Christian Anderson Band. 
All right, if I wow, right, that was amazing. That was amazing. That was so cool. That was, that that was, awesome. you know, he's so good at singing. We'll see if uh, we'll Love see it. if and I Father Tony's so good at editing. We'll see if I did it. Um, that's that's gonna be at Holy Redeemer on June 8th at 7 p.m. Doors open at 6:30. Get your tickets early. It's 20 bucks online, or you pay five dollars more at the door. 25 dollars. Kids 10 and under are free with the parent. So check out the Christian Anderson band. He's pretty good he's really really good yeah and he's released some amazing music videos with his latest album as well if you want to check out his youtube page definitely uh christ king and flint join us as father matthew bonk uh, presents a talk about the eucharist in preparation for corpus christi it is following the 11 o'clock mass on wednesday june 7th at christ the king parish light refreshments will be served um, so check that out especially i think that's important too in the year of the eucharist or as we prepare for this uh the um Eucharistic conference. What are we calling that? Yeah, yeah. The national. What is it? Uh, national Eucharistic revival. Revival. That's it. Eucharistic yeah, that's like three years. So that's a good way to to help jumpstart that. On August twenty second to the twenty fourth. Here we go. This is a good one. The summer scripture days. So Saint Peter, his letters in his life, spent three days exploring the life and letters of Saint Peter. Our featured speaker is. Bishop Earl Boyer. Oh boy! So I spent three days with the bishop, and he's um, a scholar too. He is. He was a teacher. So before he uh, became a bishop, he was a uh, he was a teacher. He's a history teacher, and uh, he, having heard him talk history, like he would have been an excellent teacher. Yeah. I would have loved to have had him as a, a student. Um, so he's going to be talking about uh, life of Peter, uh, his first uh, letter as well, Katrina. Lamarino, instructor at the Catholic Biblical School of Michigan, will also be presenting on the second letter of St. Peter, as well as angels in the Old and New Testament. So if you're interested in angelology, uh, she'll be talking about that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that retreat takes place, it, place in the Bethany House on the grounds of St. Francis Retreat Center in DeWitt. And that's, again, August 22nd to the 24th. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. And the last thing that's happening, the fifth annual Father Anthony's Classic Car Show. It's not my car show. It's Father Anthony Brooks. Um, and that's Friday, June 9th, 1 to 6 p.m. Uh, at St. Robert Bellarmine. Um, and uh, if you haven't been there, it's really cool. They get a whole bunch of classic cars out there. There's food. There's T-shirts. It's pretty cool. Wow. Is Father Anthony like a classic car nut? He, so I lived with him for um, about, a, about nine months. And... Uh, when he wasn't doing priestly things, he was in the garage fixing up a car, wow. a classic car. So, wow. Yep, repairing one, and I think it was a Camaro he was, he was working on, and uh, it's pretty cool. So he is a car guy. Um, I assume he will be there. Maybe he won't, but I assume he'd be there. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be on Friday, June 9th, Father Anthony's Classic Car Show. Beautiful. So it gets you prepared for a Back to the Bricks a little bit. I feel like, for some reason, classic cars and summertime go go together. Yes. Uh, well, I just drove back from St. John's uh, in my Jeep without the doors, without the top, and it just it just felt right. It just felt right. So that's what's happening in the area kind of this summer. Yeah. Um, what are you doing this summer? You know, that's interesting you ask. So, um, well, from a, from a life perspective from a family perspective my my wife is pregnant so we go praise god yep so maybe uh who knows maybe next year i'll i'll stop in and make a guest appearance on the podcast with my uh new son or daughter and that's yeah crazy to think about (laughs) um so we're gonna spend a lot of the summer just you know preparing nesting as they say i think is the word i think so preparing for preparing the house for for a baby and that'll come in uh Hopefully December fifth is the uh, 
the due date. Nice. So uh, there's that to look forward to. And and then the other thing happening this summer is um, my wife and I actually get to take a trip out to Anaheim, California, to help with a youth evangelization event out there oh gosh. during the week of 4th of July. So I'm super excited about that event that's in connection with St. Paul Street Evangelization. Um, and that's that's going to be sort of the linchpin of our summer, that trip out west. Nice. Oh, that yeah. sounds fantastic. How about you? Uh, I've got summer camp and then summer camp and then summer camp. So lots of summer camps. Uh, so... Uh, I'm doing two different weeks at, uh, um, with Damascus, which is where we do our Kairos retreats. I'm going to do one week in Brighton and then a week in Ohio. And I think we got some videos lined up for that as well. Pax, hit that first video.
All right. Uh, that shot with the uh, the lightning bolt with the, uh, with oh. the monsters, that gets me every time. That is awesome. That is so cool. That's just, ah, love it. Uh, also, I love the shot of all the priests with the paintball guns. Yes. That was funny. I, I loved playing paintball last summer. I got... I, I got tagged a lot, and it was amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for summer camp for your kids, uh, that one is amazing. I loved it. Um, so I'm going to spend a week at the Brighton location. So I have three locations. They have a Brighton location. They've got a Minnesota location, and they've got the Ohio main campus. Uh, so I'm going to do a week with Brighton, and then I'm going to do a week in Ohio at the Damascus uh, main campus location. Uh, amazing. And then I'm going to do another summer camp as well. Um, so the third week of summer camp, I'm going to do um, Camp Santa Maria up in uh, Gaylord. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I've got a video for that one as well. Oh, so, great. Pax, you ready with that one? Yes, I am. Hit it. Camp Sancta Maria is one of the greatest hidden places in the world. Every time you walk in through that gate, it'll be the best part of your summer. Camp has always felt like home to me. It's just some of the best experiences in my life I've had here at camp. My favorite part of camp is probably Novo games, horseback riding, and that you get to spend time with God like a lot of the day, which I feel is awesome. The counselors here are really, really nice. And we don't just have like older counselors who just like watch. They interact with you, they play with you. One amazing thing about CSM is obviously chapel. You can get so much out of it, especially on Thursdays during adoration. We have chapel every morning and every night. So we get Holy Communion in the morning, and then we have a short little night prayer at the end of the day. Chapel is just an amazing experience. It's all the voices of the, the juniors, the intermediates, the seniors. It's, it's really life-changing. Music, brotherhood, time with friends you've just made. The relationships I've made here at camp have been some of the greatest friendships I've ever had in my life. All of my friends that I've met here, or I'm still friends with them to this day. It is the most amazing experience that I could have asked for. When I first came to camp, I was a little unsure about myself, but as I've grown with camp and camp has grown with me, I've felt a lot more comfortable in my shoes. Watch the bridge. Come on. You ready? Not hard. Go. 
Camp has affected me a great deal. I truly believe that camp made me into the man I am today. I can't imagine my life without oh, camp being in it. So my life is going to be filled with summer camps. Yeah. Which I'm kind of excited about. It's it's interesting seeing those video. It's did my mic go away? <laughs> Hello? No. I think I it's on. Made it way too loud. Oh, okay. Great. Um so it's it's interesting seeing the videos back to back cuz like you get definitely a different flavor, right? A different personality in each of the camps. Yeah. Now, I I've never been to um uh Santa Maria, but done Damascus a bunch of times. Damascus, I think the one thing that really um, blew me away at Catholic Youth Summer Camp was the testimonies at the end. Mm. Those were the most powerful testimonies I have ever heard um, at the end of that, that week-long camp at, uh, at CYSE. But uh, you have been to, to Santa Maria. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I, I definitely I did a summer there as a, when I was a seminarian for the Diocese of Lansing and, and um, definitely experienced some... Um, testimonies there as well or, or, or receive some testimonies there as well in terms of students having an amazing time and encountering God. Um, and I, I think that the fact that both these camps exist with different flavors is a good thing for the church yes. because yeah. um, it, it's true that, yes, you know, I'll, for the great majority of teenagers, it's like, all right, I want to have all the tech. I want to have all the um, you know, bells and whistles and the whole, and the whole thing. And Damascus is, is awesome at that. And, uh, as well as the, the, the Eucharistic encounter with Jesus. And, um, but I think that what, Dem or what, uh, Santa Maria does is it helps people to get away from, I would say, um, faith as, um, like an, and, and that entertainment aspect. And I don't know, I don't want to sound I, I don't want to say it wrong, but uh, I guess the the bottom line is we can encounter God uh, powerfully through, you know, the the best facilities, the the greatest um, uh, you know setting, and we can also encounter Him in really simple places. Yeah. Uh, and you can look at the history of the saints and how all of their encounters with God, the way they walked with him was different according to their personality yep. and the time and the place in which God put them. So, um, you know, whether your son or daughter uh, ends up at Damascus or Camp Santa Maria or a different uh, Catholic or Christian camp, I think the point is, uh, are we using our summer to open up to God in yes. uh, a new way for ourselves and for our families. Yeah, and allowing ourselves to be renewed by that, by the summer. Um, one of the greatest testimonies I heard about uh, uh, Camp Santa Maria was from a good friend of mine, Father Andrew Dawson. Um, Father Andrew uh, is a convert to the faith, and um, he's from England, and he came to America initially to serve at Camp Santa Maria. Um, he was an Anglican and uh, came to Camp Sancta Maria because he wanted to come to the States and found a summer position there and uh, ended up 
staying one summer, two summers, three summers, and, and just stayed. He felt a real pull and a tug at Camp Santa, camp Santa Maria, and eventually through that camp um, became Catholic right there. Um, he was baptized there, and, um, and then soon after that, entered the seminary to be a priest, and now uh, and he and I were ordained in the same year. Uh, he's a priest for the Archdiocese of Detroit. And, How about and, that? I know, right? That's um, amazing. Just because he wanted to come to America, and, and Camp Santa Maria opened its doors for him, and, um, and he found and experienced Jesus in a powerful way there. So, Santa Maria, I, I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be a, a real, real fun week, real, a real good week, and yes. um, so summer camps all around. And then it's, uh, it's back to work here after that, getting ready for the next year. And, of course, you know, not as intense, but, uh, you know, getting ready for the next school year. Yeah, yeah. So any uh, kind of final reflections mm. for, for the people as we wrap up this season? Yeah, yeah. Be, uh, let this summer be one of renewal, right? That's what, I think that's what summers for. Like even in like a secular job, even in just the regular world, like people go on vacations more often in the summer. People uh, take it a little bit more easy in the summer. It's more light. And um, no matter what, like in parish life, things get a lot lighter in the summer as well. And, you know, allow that time, you know, if you're on vacation or just taking time off work, allow that be a, a time of renewal. And, and renewal doesn't mean, um, just like do whatever for however long, but like allowing God to renew you in that as well. Allow God to be a part of that vacation. Don't take a vacation from God, um, but allow God to be a part of that. And, and you will find that you'll come back very renewed and very ready to, to get back at whatever you're doing. Yeah. The, the two words that come to my mind when I think of the summer season as Catholics is adventure and rest. Ad- adventure with God and resting in God. And it's like letting our summers be a, a balance of those two things where we're, we're both, um, you know, maybe experiencing something new or doing something intense, getting out in the wilderness, going on a, a, a pilgrimage of some kind, whatever it is, but then also taking the time to rest and reflect and, and maybe dream a little bit about, what God might have for us, you know, come the, uh, the new school year. And I, I don't think those things are contradictory at all whatsoever. Those can happen at the exact same time. Yeah. Um, maybe just to bring up one other thing that's, that's current in the news. Cause you know, I have to bring up something current in the news. Sure. Maybe, uh, you know, I, I may end up doing this, but taking a spontaneous trip to Missouri, um, to, and I forget the name of the Abbey, but there is a, um, nun who they recently, um, what do you call it when they unbury them? Oh, um, um, uh, uh, the word exhume. 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 They exhumed there her body. Is. She's the, the foundress of the Abbey there. Mm. And all of a sudden they realize she might be incorrupt. Ooh. And so there's a possible incorrupt in Missouri right now. And like over the weekend, like thousands of people went and flocked to, to see her. And, um, and so, you know, an adventure could be, Hey, let's go to Missouri for a few days can I then, join you? Yeah, right. Uh, go to Missouri for a few days. Check check this out and, and like see experience. Like, even if you know we find out later on that oh this that was natural things. Like she was you know preserved by um, natural um, causes. Um, like there's still a holiness to that place, which is kind of cool. Like people flocking to see, like. The holiness of this woman was undoubted. Like people, she was renowned in her life for being an exemplary holy woman. Mm. So that's, that's kind of cool. I'm, 
I may end up, you know, taking a few days of summer and doing that. And um, that's, that's where you find adventure, but then you find rest when you're there, right? You find rest where, you know, maybe on the drive down, you're, you know, you're just letting the Lord do what he does in your own heart and meditating on it, praying on it. And when you're there, well, experiencing the, the holiness of all the pilgrims around you and like what everybody is seeking there is, is not just to, to look at this, this, this body, which could be incorrupt, but the holiness that, that is attached to the place, to the monastery. Um, that's what we're all seeking is God in the end. That's beautiful. So, um, yeah, stay, stay hooked into the news for that. Cause that, that could be very cool. So yeah, yeah. it yeah, does you, make me wonder. Uh, I mean, only God knows, right? How many, how many of the saints who have passed away, uh, we don't even know that their bodies are incorrupt. Yeah. We've never exhumed them. And, right. Yeah. Although I think part of the canonization process, it kind of requires an exhumation, but if you've never been up for canonization, you might not have been exhumed. Yeah. So, okay. hey, so that, that raised the question, if you pass away first or if I do, do you, do you want us to exhume you? Or no, just because the along? natural cause is probably going to be all the McDonald's I ate. That's going to preserve my body for a long time. So those unnatural just be sleeping. Yeah, right? Like... Like, yeah, they're going to look at me and be like, yeah, look at all that McDonald's he ate. Those, it's just those <laughs> preservatives. That's what's keeping his body. Um, so I do want to say thanks to everyone who tunes into this podcast. It's been a joy to co-host. Um, what, a, what an amazing journey. I never thought that I'd do something like this. So thank you, Father Tony, for inviting me to be a part of this. It's yeah, been awesome. Absolutely. We should make one other note before we go, too. Um, this beautiful art that's behind us. Oh, right. Yeah, I was going to say. Yes. So, uh, this was made by uh, Mackenzie, one of our uh, graduating seniors. So uh, thank you, Mackenzie, for these. These are awesome. And uh, Say and thank you into the mic. <laughs> Mackenzie is, is right <laughs> over there. Thank you, Father Tony. Yep. Um, this, is, uh, this is really cool. And uh, that's going to be hanging up in Lansing. Yeah, that's right. So we'll have, well, I'll keep bringing this back to the podcast. So if you don't have, uh, if you can't see, if you're just listening... That means you should check out our YouTube page and, uh, and check out the, the, the artwork there. So, so thank you. Yeah, and I echo Patrick as well. Thanks for another great season. And uh, we will see you next season, probably uh, September-ish, uh, maybe late August even, uh, on the Flint Catholic Podcast. God bless.